Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Rich Kozak. Rich is the founder and CEO of Rich Brands. He has 44 years of experience defining and launching brands and marketing them. He's a certified global branding consultant defining brands and their language for hundreds of companies worldwide. I'm super excited to talk about this topic because the more you grow your business, the more you need to brand yourself and your offer. So let's get started. Rich, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Great to be with you. Awesome. So I ask every single one of my guests to tell us what they were doing before they became entrepreneurs. So can you tell us your story? <laughs> well, uh, I've had a journey of several decades. So um, I, I worked as an employee, <clears throat> mostly in the areas of marketing. I ran a high-tech ad agency, um, had partners in 21 countries and was head of new business, developing clients so that we could shape or reshape their brand and focus them on what they needed to become and how they needed to communicate in order to be successful at their business strategies. So I lived in that world for for quite a while, and then I resigned to reshape my life, but ended up back in branding. And as an entrepreneur, I work for myself, but today, instead of working with $14 billion companies, I work with individuals particularly individuals who are determined to make an impact on other people or on the world through their work or their gift or their skill. And they don't know what branding really is. They don't know how to build a brand. So I bring that history and deep skill set to them in a very simple way um, called impact-driven branding that helps those kind of people, those entrepreneurs, those solopreneurs even, um, really come alive and attract those people they truly in their hearts really want to help really want to touch but they don't know how to do that and i've been doing it for years and i love it and it feels like god's work so these days my work feels like love not work and uh and i love every day of it that's amazing so let me ask you a question about the transition from the employee lifestyle to mm-hmm. being your own boss and law majority of the people that are listening to the podcast already have their business but maybe they're not at the level where they want to be with it and so they may be second guessing themselves and say things like oh maybe like i shouldn't have quit my job so can you tell me a what made you quit and b how were the first couple of years? Great question. I chose to resign because I felt that I was 
pouring out a tremendous amount of life energy in a way that in the end was not truly significant. It was significant to the clients we had and to their marketing objectives and but overall to the world and you know we're all here for a reason god put gifts in our hearts and i felt that i just wasn't focused on it so uh i chose told my good friend who ran the agency um it's time to make a change i'm not going to do branding anymore so mm. i had done it for years i had put away a fairly good nest egg. So I had a cushion uh, and I chose to just cut the tie. So second half of the question is, what was it like for the first years? I chose to do something other than that. So I shifted, I shifted to multi-level marketing, to things that created residual income. I shifted to real estate investing to build residual income businesses. And I had a plan before I left in the area of real estate. So I worked diligently on that and uh, was extremely busy building it. So um, I was literally bringing investors into home building uh, projects with another relative of mine. So I was really focused on that. I was learning real estate investing became a lease option coach. And I mean, so I, I was extremely busy working on several strategies of the real estate business while I was quote, mm -hmm. figuring out why, you know, what I should be doing, what God really put me here for, but I didn't want to be idle. So yeah. I might be a little bit, little bit different, but when, when it came to, I literally returned to branding, people help ask me to help them. Mm -hmm. And it was after a few years, people asked me to help them. I started helping them out of my heart with all these skills that I have and realized mm -hmm. that this, my journey had developed me for this. So I'm one of those fortunate yeah. people that's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I believe I'm right in my, in my zone of, of uh, not only my zone of, of, um, you know, of expertise, my zone of genius, but literally the reason I'm here. I believe that mm -hmm. this is, uh, you know, the, the, my prayer these days is put in front of me, those people whose lives are businesses yeah. you want me to touch and give me the eyes and ears and the wisdom to know who they are. So that's where I'm at. But uh, it took, it took process setup. You know, I'm, I'm, I, it took diligent time uh, management skills. Those things are different when you work for yourself, but you've got to be focused on what your end game is. So yes. with the real estate side, I was, we knew exactly what we're after. So you're working toward it today in the work that I do with others. I think the best tips that I can bring are in the area of focus. What I do at impact driven branding is to literally help people pull from their hearts, those people that they know they can help and they really want to help. They really want to touch their lives with their gift or their work. And we mm -hmm. write those down. We write down the impacts that they clearly see making on those people at the highest levels. And then we define the brand they must become to make those impacts. When you focus on those things you really want to accomplish, you race to them, you race to impact. And frankly, you get to the money faster because you are focused, you're attracting in branding, you've got to develop language that is a tr that transfers energy that is unique, and compelling to you. And I don't mean fake. I mean, it's it's got to be congruent 
with who you are and who your heart is if you really want to make an impact, really want to make a difference in what you bring to people or the world. And when you focus on that, you can define the brand you must become to make those impacts and you get there faster and you get to the money faster. So that focus is absolutely critical. And mm-hmm. my, my gift, if you will, is helping those people who are either feel it's not their area of genius or not their area of strength or they're not good at it or they, you know, shaping language that is truly them Mm-hmm. I got that gift. And uh, I see what when people tell me their story, I connect with their hearts and I see what they can become. And we get we we work on that area so that when their brand opens its mouth mm-hmm. and that this is a really important concept for every entrepreneur. When you open your mouth, if you have consistent language that transfers energy Mm-hmm. You put yourself ahead, set yourself apart. You get credit for what you're expert at. You Everything aligns. If you don't define and language a brand and speak consistently in a way that transfers energy, you are creating confusion and misinformation. You're wasting time. You're probably pouring money into marketing that is wasted because you're creating, you're not creating a consistent perception, which is a brand that is truly you. You try this, you try that. So people jump to marketing. It's not about that. It's about having a very, very well-defined who you are, why you're here, the impacts you clearly want to make and putting, focusing on that so clearly, languaging it that it runs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to marketing, um, I know this because of my clients as well as a business coach. And I know there's a lot of people that try and do a lot of marketing before really fixing their brand. I teach brand reputation mainly, uh, but this area that you are bringing up right now is just as important about the messaging. So is there maybe one or two tips that you can give our listeners on how to fine tune their messaging so that they don't you know, go all over the place when they are writing their next Facebook ad or when they're making their next YouTube video? Um, absolutely. Um, there's, uh, let me, there are so many, so many tips. Um, let's, let's focus take, on maybe the, four, yeah, the, the top two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll use the word messaging. Um, we'll do that. And, and, uh, let's talk about uh, audience and messaging, okay? Because those two are two halves of the same coin, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you when a brand opens its mouth and has a message, let's say it's a it's a like a headline that goes on the homepage of your website above the fold and you're breaking through and getting credit for uniquely what you do. You've heard me talk about consistency and transferring energy. The audience that you're attracting has their own, let's call them care abouts. It's those, it's those 
thoughts in their head, in their own language, in their own voice that are relevant to what your brand does. You've got to speak to those thoughts. Mm-hmm. When you speak in the care about language, when your brand speaks in the care about language of your target audiences, you get their attention. When it doesn't, you don't. Mm-hmm. So the first focus, the first tip is focus your message on the care about language of your target audience. And that means you got to say, who am I talking to? What do they care about? What's playing in their mind all the time? I can't do this. I'm not ready. Uh, I need help. Uh, you know, uh, if I only had, um, boy, I need more. Whatever is going on in their head relevant to what you do, focus mm-hmm. on their care about language and make your message uh, so they see themselves in it. Okay, that's number one. Focus on the audience. Yeah. Okay. So you might have whatever you do. Let's say you're in financial services and <clears throat> you have packages and things for people that are just about to retire, but you also have things that you offer people who just got started in their career. It's a different care about language. Don't think you're going to have one message and it's going to satisfy both of them. It's not. Yeah. So you have to be very aware in your messaging. And you talk about Facebook posts. I mean, you, to whom is the question? To whom is this message going? What do they care about? What do they want to hear? What's going to get their attention? What's going to attract them? Because if you don't do that, you could attract anybody. And you, and you will waste a lot of time and a lot of your life energy attracting people you really don't want to attract. And then dealing with that. Yes. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is when you're writing, in my work in Impact Driven Branding, one of the last steps we do, it's in, there are seven steps to Impact Driven Branding. The step seven is a, message, is a marketing uh, checklist. And the last step in that marketing checklist, after we've looked at competitor set and analyzed, crafted a, a, a positioning statement for the brand that sets it above, is messaging hierarchy. We literally write seven. Mm-hmm. It could be any, but we write seven. <clears throat> and here's a tip of how to think about what are my top seven messages. Yeah. The first message has to overcome the barrier. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what barrier keeps your target audience from even hearing you, from even starting the conversation? <clears throat> do they think you're the same as everybody else? Do they, don't, do they don't understand the importance of what you do? What is the barrier that if you do not overcome it, yeah. you lose? Got it. When, yeah, when you define sure. that barrier clearly, now you can overcome it. If you don't, you're going to be talking in the dark. So first you got to overcome the barrier. And that first message is really important. That should go on the homepage of your website by the fold. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you want an example of that? Because I can make that come. Yeah, on. go I'm ahead. Do Actually, it all the time. Like okay. I've been trying to think about one as you were speaking. So go ahead. I will. Um, I, I will. Uh, I'll use an example of. Um, the uh, I have a client who is in the space of preparing your child for college, but it's not the way we think. A lot of most parents think that if they can just the kid can pick a college and they find the money, they've done the work, and now it's up to the kid go to college, mm-hmm. be successful. Okay, but forty percent 
of college freshmen mm-hmm. quit, fail, change majors, you know, leave school, commit what? suicide, hit the wall of financial or 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 emotional or social they hit this this brick wall and they quit 40 percent. okay so i have a client whose business is called college bound determination reality we've taglined it reality preparation life advantage because she doesn't focus on those two things she doesn't focus on let's get into the right call she focuses on how do you help your child learn their strengths in ninth grade and 10th grade and focus on what they want out of college. So when they pick one, they pick a college that really fits and they know what they want out of college. So when the crap hits, when they hit the wall of college pitfalls and stuff just, you know, comes at them, they're the ones that know what they want and they're the ones that last. And so it's preparing their kids, not only for advantage for college, but advantage of life. The barrier is people, all these parents don't know that 40% of kids quit or fail before they end up being a sophomore. And so her website above the fold says, I pray you hear this with your heart, Carol Ben Davies. When a parent does not prepare their child for the realities of college, you set up your child for a breakdown instead of a breakthrough. Okay. Now that is a wake up call message that, that overcomes the barrier. And they're like, what? And then it's asterisk. And it says, here's the statistics from the Institute of, you know, you know, it's, it says, don't, don't take our, here's the statistics, 40%. That is a wake up call barrier that gets attention. Yes. She uses it constantly. She uses it when she goes on clubhouse after that barrier, it gets overcome. Now she can deal with, so what do you do? Strength assessments. What do you do? you know, skills, skills development so that they're ready, you know, to, to, when they hit the wall of college pitfalls and everything comes at them, that they're ready for it. And, and, but you first have to get their attention. Yeah. Yeah. Makes total sense. Honestly, like this is something that uh, when we work around copy for anything, for a funnel, for, like we said before, ads, uh, being able to, to enter the conversation, your client's mind is really key to hook them, like you said, but sometimes some products or services, they solve problems that are real, but like you said, they may not be very obvious, like the one that you just brought up right now. So it's always safer to really reiterate the problem and, and, and let uh, the prospect really do the thinking and, and now being like, okay, well, this may actually be worth it. Hundred percent. Listen, Rich, I want to switch gears for a minute, and I want to talk about the way that you structured business. Um, right now, are you one hundred percent remote, or do you have a situation where you have maybe an office and also working remotely? That's a good question. So I'm I'm blessed uh, that I live in a home that is a great place to come if your branding guy is an organic chef. <laughs> and is willing to cook you food while we talk. Um, so I still have people who will come to what I call the brand ranch. And I use my home as a business yes. office since COVID began. I've been totally um, remote. I speak remotely. I, I go on, 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 on uh, I speak at events all over, uh, you know, the world because I can, mm-hmm. praise God. And, 
and I've, I've ever since I left the agency, I have used my home office as my business location. So uh, when I was doing real estate, I did that. So I've organized and systematized my office at my home and uh, and that's where I do business, but I use it in a, in a broad, a broader way. So I did individual one-on-one coaching. So somebody mm-hmm. would come here and spend a day with me. I did um, events. So before COVID, I would do hotels and, and I would have 30 people in a room and we would be shifting their mindset about what a brand means for an individual and how you can think about it so that it's purely you and not somebody slapping something on you and how that makes you move faster. I did that, you know, remote, did that at hotels and stuff. Now I do that online. Those are my events that I have to do a half day to shift people's mind. Then I do a full day of a workshop so they get into the seven steps and go man i can't believe my brand is coming alive in one day this is freaking nuts and then i do a group i used to do the group here i would have you know five or eight or ten people come to my home meet in the dining room split up and do breakout sessions around the pool Mm -hmm. down in the garden you know in the living you know and then come back together and do these brand accelerator group things i do that all on zoom now and so i have modified my adapted my ability to serve one-on-one or in small groups either and wake up you know have wake up call, wake up call sessions to let's call it cold market people that don't really know me very well mm-hmm. but they hear the wisdom and then they go okay I'm going to do this. This sounds like it's really right for me. I really do want to make an impact. I can't believe I found this. Let's get into the workshop. I do the workshop online. However, I will ship them a workbook, meet with them online one-on-one before the workshop so that they feel they're absolutely ready. It's a little difference. I mean, I'm I'm still really hands-on. And then literally run a brand accelerator group over eight weeks. We do seven days, three days, a month break, two days, a month break, two days, a month break. And all of that, all of the seven steps of the definition and languaging of target audiences and prioritization and the listing of the care abouts, what characteristics must the brand become to make those impacts on that person? And in what ways must you be those characteristics and the, the unique categories of expertise that we literally name their categories so that if somebody said the the man speaking, Daniero, the man speaking town is an expert at making your business come alive in a very competitive marketplace. Whoa, you know, like we, we craft ways to say what you're expert at so that it's, it makes you unique, all of that stuff. And then titles and subtitles of content and messaging hierarchy, all of those things that people don't really work on. They don't connect the dots. They do it inconsistently. They just throw stuff out there and they create confusion. All of those are done so that by the time brand accelerator group is done in two in eight weeks mm-hmm. and they quote graduate everything their brand says and does is aligned with the impacts that they've written that they want to make on those people. It's crazy good. So does that help? I mean, it's like, and I get to do that here. Um, You know, one of my biggest challenges is I sit 
too much because I'm on Zoom all the time. So I'm shifting mm-hmm. my office now to a stand-up desk and I present. I want to be on my feet. I don't want to be in a chair. So yeah. now I'm shifting to be, you know, to 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 take my business to another level now that I've gotten a, a tremendous amount of traction. I mean, I've been doing this for 45 years. Okay. Yeah. So it's not that, you know, it's not that I just decided to do this. It's like I, as you you've heard me say, I know I'm I'm made for it. I was you know, yeah. and, and now I'm just doing it in the right way to the right people. And, you know, I let that happen. People find me because they're supposed to find me. But now I'm shifting my business setup in my office to to a healthier setup for me. Because if I sit yeah. for the next five years, it's like it's not going to serve <laughs> me or you. Design. Exactly, exactly. You, and you which have means, to design your environment. To, and to, to my fit. biggest challenge is, as you, you might hear, it's like, I've done this for so many years and I've done so many, well, you didn't, you know, hear my whole story, but I've been in all areas of marketing. I've been in research. I ran a high tech ad agency. I've been, you know, a field salesperson for a fortune 50 company. I've been a market, a market, uh, um, marketing assistant and a product manager of all these different areas. I sat on the board of the American marketing association as an elected officer for four years. It's like, I've done all of these things. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm steeped in all this stuff. Um, but these days the focus is bringing wisdom and bringing nuggets and bringing aha moments and helping people who truly in their heart really want to bring, you know, a better life to others in some way. They have a product or a coaching method or a service or, or, I mean, literally I have all kinds, um, it doesn't matter. The process is the same. And I'm talking your language. I realize that. I mean, I've heard enough about you just in you telling me what you do. Mm-hmm. But what's what you focus on creates results. And when you focus on impacts, you know, the reason for business being making impact instead of focusing on making money, it happens faster. And if you're impact-driven brand and you do it right, you will be clearer in everything you do. You're, you will attract those exactly those people whom you want to attract. And you will get to your impacts faster. And, and here's a tip for everybody. Your business is not why you're here. But if you use really good definition and brand to make sure whom you are attracting is clear and you build that business using really clear branding strategy before you start marketing and make sure that everything aligns, you will build a stronger platform that makes you abundant sooner. And now you can step from that platform more easily into your purpose of why you really are here. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the aspects of what I do. When I say, I think it feels like God's work. That's the point. Branding will make your business thrive. Beautiful but that's not why you're here. That's a vehicle. You get to use the vehicle. If you're blessed that you're doing what you love or what you always wanted to do, or what you now want to take to another level, depending on which type of entrepreneur or solopreneur you are, let's get you abundant and clear and, and racing to impact so that it's easier for you to do what you're really here to do. For sure. What a blessing. Sure. Huh? I mean, is it's like, wait a minute, you're not really a branding guy. 
<laughs> I mean, vending guys don't talk like that. They talk like, you know, market share and, you know, and so, okay, I've been there, you know, I've that's, done. Take- that's, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying because, you know, branding also has to do with resonating with one's, you know, interest and, and, and even emotions. So you can't be a soulless robot and expect great results. So you do need to ground your you know, purpose into like your business into a purpose. And like you said, it's, it's very important, but Rich, I wanted to ask you because our episodes are nice and short, but I know that my listeners generally want to listen more and learn more about our guests. So where can people find you and your business online? I'm going to give you two things. I'm going to give you a free link to uh, eight videos that total 18 minutes. So it's not mm-hmm. going to be too much for you. Yep. And it's the answers in straight talk from me, no script, straight talk, answering common branding questions. It will mm-hmm. help you. It will be a blessing to you and your business. It's at www. Sorry, that's old school. Mm-hmm. A brand you will become.com the brand you will become.com you'll meet me by saying you know here's who i am and you'll get an email with a link you click the link and there you'll have your your eight videos with a little title the question is on each the front of each video so it's like watch them with my blessing you it will help you get your head screwed on right um if you just want to reach out to me and say look i heard you on Daniero's podcast can i talk to you about my brand yeah Email me at rich at richbrands.org. Nice. Rich at richbrands.org. I don't care if you're going to say, I don't know what my brand is because I'm all these things. How do I figure it out? Or you're saying, look, I, I know either I, I want to write a book, but I don't know how to how to make it relevant to my brand and how do I make it a stake in the ground so I move my brand forward? You know, how do you think of books? I'm a publisher. I publish my own clients' books. My impact-driven publishing is a phenomenal end game to start to put stakes in the ground for moving brands forward. And we we automate, not automate, we accelerate, not automate, we accelerate that process. There is no struggle. It's just a process. Branding's not a struggle. It's just a process. So reach out to me, say, hey, let's talk. Here's my situation. Here's something I'd like you to look. And I will get on a Zoom call with you. Now, we might be 20 minutes, and I'll listen very deeply. I'm trained in NLP. I'm a certified trainer. I've got listening ears. And I'll hear about you in 20 or 30 minutes and it will be a blessing i still do that for free i shouldn't i should probably charge five thousand dollars for that but i don't and uh, if i'm doing you know guys like me should be on a beach or on a yacht not you know doing this i'm doing this because i'm supposed to be doing it so take advantage of it reach out for me if this touches you resonate with what you're hearing reach out to me and say i want to talk to you Great. Awesome. I'm Rich, you. thank you very much for being in the Remote CEO Show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future. And for now, enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you, Daniela. It's been my pleasure. And God bless you. Have a phenomenal day. And I hope everyone who listened to this took one little nugget and focused you know, focuses on it, uh, focuses on their messaging and, and stays out of that marketing morass until they get their brand defined. <laughs> <Nice. Yeah. laughs> And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. 
Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B, and I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.